everybody to the Jonahverse, where once a week, sometimes, I allow you into my universe, more like welcome you. I welcome anyone into my universe, where I discuss the weekly topics in nerddom and pop culture and just in my overall life. Um, thank you for pressing play and giving me a chance if you're a new listener and if you're a returning listener, welcome back and I appreciate you. Um, I'm two weeks late because unfortunately I have a job and I have to work. And uh, this podcast is not that job. It does not pay the bills. So, unfortunately, I have to work for the man. And uh, at work has just been crazy lately. And uh, we just had a a huge blizzard out here on the East Coast. And um, that put a damper on a lot of things. But um, I still managed to have fun. And um, so, yeah, now I just found time to come back finally. After two weeks, so I'm going to be covering uh, the weeks of January 13th and January 20th. Uh, I'm going to go through everything that I've, I've gotten and everything that happened within those two weeks. So uh, here we go. First and foremost, um, unfortunately, the world has been saddened by the loss of uh, two very large and influential people. And uh, I'm sure many lives and in my life, uh, we lost David Bowie, one of the greatest singers ever, to uh, grace this world with his voice. So uh, I want to give my deepest and sincerest sympathies to the whole Bowie family and uh, friends. And to everyone who was affected by, you know, his music touched a lot of people and, and it helped people's lives out. Music touched my life. I'm sure it touches yours. So uh, we lost David Bowie and the late, great Alan Rickman, which is, uh, he, he's even closer to my heart because me being the geek that I am, I am a huge Harry Potter fan. Although I do know Alan Rickman from uh, Die Hard, where he played Hans Gruber. But um, just most recently and more well-known because he, he devoted a big chunk of his life to filming these Harry Potter films. But um, he played Professor Snape, for those who don't, of you who don't know. But uh, yeah, it is, it is truly saddening to lose both these people. They were both amazing in their crafts and what they did. So my deepest and sincerest condolences and um, support go out to their family and friends and all their fans also who who feel like they lost something as I I do. So with all the sad news out of the way, uh, let's get into some news that happened these these past couple weeks. Not much happened, mostly uh, on the DC Comics front really is all that I have. Uh, First up being that Scott Snyder the current writer to the Batman comic is leaving the Batman comic, which I am kind of upset about because I'm a huge Scott Snyder fan and I'm a huge Batman fan and I loved his run on Batman. 
But uh, he's not leaving DC. He's switching from the Batman title to Detective Comics. Um, for what reason, I'm not quite sure. Uh, the Batman title is now becoming a bi-monthly comic. And um, he'll be taking over Detective Comics, which will be a monthly comic, as Batman was. Now, what's kind of upsetting to me, I mean, I'm sure he's going to do great, it's... It, I'm not questioning that, but it's the fact where should I should I now switch over to Detective Comics or should I just continue with Batman with the the new writer? Because I, I don't collect Detective Comics. I only collect Batman. So that is the question that I am asking myself. Should I stop collecting Batman, start collecting Detective Comics, or should I just drop Batman altogether or just continue with Batman and uh, the new writer and see where that goes? Uh, I'm definitely going to give the first issue of The New Rider a chance. I've, I'm not sure who's taking over for Scott. But um, I'm going to definitely give it a chance. I'm not just going to go, nope, it's not Scott. Not reading it. I will definitely check it out. See if it is uh, something that I feel is in my wheelhouse. And then we'll go from there. Um, so that's that. Uh, DC Comics also confirmed that they're relaunching all of their titles again now they're saying it's not a reboot they're not rebooting the universe but relaunching all the titles with new number ones um, for what reason I, I'm not sure they're saying it's to refocus the line um, it, DC Comics really didn't worry about that before so I guess it's finally hitting them now that's like oh shit maybe uh Maybe we should care about the continuity and all that jazz. But um, I think that might be one of the reasons that Scott's leaving Batman and going on to Detective Comics. Maybe. I guess maybe they're... I don't know what they're doing, but that could be a reason why they're doing that whole switch. But um, I, I think once they do the relaunch with all the new number ones... Uh, not that I collect a lot of DC Comics to begin with, but I think... Uh, so out of the few that I do collect, I'm going to be dropping some. So, I mean, that could be good. I mean, it's lighter on my wallet, so yay DC. Uh, also, Lauren Cohen, Maggie from The Walking Dead, if you don't know, was added to the casting list for Batman v Superman on IMDb. And uh, she's labeled as Martha Wayne, so... I guess it's a confirmation that Lauren Cohen, Lauren Cohen is going to be playing Bruce Wayne's mom. I expect, like, assuming that's going to be some type of flashback scene where they're kind of giving a Bruce origin story, so to speak. But um, that's pretty exciting. I'm excited to see Batman v Superman to begin with, and then let alone my girl Maggie is going to be in it. You know I'm definitely checking in on that. And uh, finally, uh, Jonah Hex is going to appear on the new DC show, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, episode 11, apparently, we're going to see Jonah Hex. So that's pretty exciting. Jonah Hex is a pretty cool character to, uh, to check out. Um, this week, or this past week, the week of January 20th, DC finally came back on the CW and has continued 
the season premieres of Arrow, Flash, and now their new show, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And also Peggy Carter premiered this week, which I was super excited about. Now, DC and Marvel, motherfuckers. <laughs> they premiered on the same night they were going to do... On ABC, they were premiering Agent Carter, a two-hour premiere. But before that, they were going to be doing a 75th anniversary like tribute to Captain America. So it was a whole Captain America special. And then on the CW front with DC... They were doing a Legends of Tomorrow special where they're kind of showing you the road to Legends of Tomorrow. And then after that, they were giving a DC Cinematic Universe special where they were kind of talking about the build-up to Batman v Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, the Justice League. So I was torn whether to know which one to watch. Should I watch Marvel? Should I watch DC? But lucky me, I am a proud subscriber to Hulu. So what that means was I was able to watch the Marvel special. Then after the Marvel special, switch over real quick to the DC special and watch the DC special. Now, that didn't mean that I missed the actual premiering of Agent Carter and Flash. But since I have Hulu, I was able to watch it the next day, which is exactly what I did. So let's talk about the premieres. Uh, let's go through DC real quick. Flash came back. Uh, wasn't in a big way. It was kind of. I think I I, I feel I mean it was a good show. Not that it was a horrible show, but I feel like it was really really underwhelming for a season premiere. You want something big to happen. Um, Wally West was basically being like a angsty teenage bitch. Complaining and saying you're not my real dad to Joe, and um, I mean it was it was a good episode. I'm happy it's back. I'm happy to see. I'm excited to see where it's going. I want to know you know about Zoom, and uh, see where the story progresses from there. Uh, Arrow, I think did a little bit better of a job. I was a lot more hyped up, and uh, I felt more fulfilled with Arrow. Where we see that, you know, Felicity is not dead. She is apparently paralyzed right now and in the hospital. And she's going through operations that don't seem to be working. So there's a fear of, it, is she going to be paralyzed forever, basically. And um, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole big bad for the week where he's fighting this, I forget the, the kid's name. But he was using, Arrow, Flash was, Arrow, I mean, Arrow was using him to get to Damien Dark, but then ends up changing his mind, then catching him again, and then saving Dark's family from this bad guy, and Dark was like, oh, I'll give you two weeks, but then I'm coming after you again. Very kind of cheesy, but you know, it was it was a good episode. But um, what really got me was, at the end, last season, you know, we kept seeing this flash forward to... Uh, Oliver standing in front of a grave. Then he's later joined by, you know, uh, Barry Allen, uh, the Flash. Well, now we kind of had a continuation to that scene where he he walks away from the grave, walks into a limo, and inside the limo is Felicity. And uh, she's just sitting in the limo, obviously. So we still don't know if she's not paralyzed or if she is paralyzed because she's sitting down, so she can just be paralyzed and sitting there or not. We, we're still not sure yet. We're not clear. But... He goes inside, he sits down, 
Felicity just looks furious and uh, and saddened, like she's tearing and crying, but still angry. And then she asks Arrow's like, or I keep calling Arrow. She asks Oliver, "Are you okay?" And he says, "No." And then he asks her, "Are you okay?" And he, she says, "No." And then she says, "You know what you have to do, right?" You have to kill that son of a bitch. So holy shit. If you watch the episode. In the beginning of the episode. Or during the episode. She's kind of saying. You, know, you don't have to go back to your old ways. Where you just, you just used to kill bad guys. You know, you can still be the good Oliver. And get the bad guy. But now all of a sudden. Her mind is completely changed. To say no fuck that. Kill him. So. It. It, it, it leaves you with even more wanting to know who the hell is in that grave for for felicity to be furious the way she is it would mean that whoever's in the grave has to be of some type of you know importance to felicity where she feels so angry about it and even oliver is extremely angry about it so it, who who touches them both that much to where they're both furious like that I mean, a few guesses are either Felicity's mom, maybe, or Diggle, because Diggle and Felicity are close, and it's close with Oliver. Um, is it Thea? I, I don't know. And they're not really giving... I mean, obviously, every episode, they're going to give us a little piece. They leave a little breadcrumb trail, little by little, and we'll find out, you know, who the hell is in that grave. But um, I think it was a good, a good tease to to leave you on i enjoyed it uh it was over i think it was a better episode than uh the flash premiere now let's go on to the new show legends of tomorrow um i enjoyed this a lot actually it doesn't feel like arrow or flash to me but that doesn't take away from the show at all i i can only compare it to Doctor Who and like Firefly kind of it's like a like a, a mashup more more so Doctor Who where where what it looks like is go that they're going to be going to every episode they're going to go to a different time period and um kind of try to figure out how to get Vandal Savage and how to defeat him um <clears throat> with this episode they went back to the 70s which was pretty funny. And um, just to see all the different characters interacting with each other. And some of them are kind of like, in, they got separated. Like only certain characters went out on, on an adventure. And the other ones kind of like stayed at home base and then left to the bar to hang out because they had shit to do. So, and you really see the, the different characteristics where you got the ruffians, you have the white canary, then you have Captain Cold and... Uh, Firestorm. You're kind of like the ruffians. You know, they, they're there to, for the muscle. Then you have, you know, Hawkgirl and Hawkman. And, uh, Rip Hunter. And they're there to do the investigating, so to speak. But, I think, you know, the whole team will become more cohesive as they go and, you know, get closer together on these adventures. As is life, right? 
So uh, I enjoyed it a lot, actually, but I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I don't know if any of you are, but it did remind me of Doctor Who. It was funny. It did have some action in it. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with the show. And I hope that, you know, it does as well as Arrow and Flash are doing right now. Um, this past weekend, actually, I got to go to Hero uh, Heroes and Villain Fan Fest. And I met uh, Katie Cassidy, who plays the Black Canary. And she was super cute and super sweet. I got to, to take a picture with her, which is pretty cool. And I also met Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula, and who is Amy Pond from Doctor Who, for you Whovians out there. Uh, she was pretty cool. I didn't get to take a picture because apparently her management team did not want to allow that for whatever reason, which I was bummed out about, but whatever, I still got to meet her and talk to her, and she's super adorable as well. I happen to like redheads. That's just me. But, uh, yeah, so that was DC. Uh, Agent Carter. Two-hour premiere. Huge, huge fucking premiere. Um, that was really good. It was more Agent Carter goodness. But she's in uh, Miami, I believe, right now? Or L.A.? Is it L.A.? I believe it's L.A. It's, it's some tropical spot. Um, it was pretty funny. There was a whole sparring scene that she did with Jarvis and uh, essentially he whooped his ass, which I don't know what he was thinking because he already knows that Peggy is kind of a badass, but um, that was funny. It was a good show. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see the rest of the season. I can only dream that one day I will meet Haley Atwell, which looks like I'm going to have to go to New Orleans to do that because she doesn't come to any of the conventions out east on the east coast so i'm gonna have to go further in to meet her and uh i would love to meet her because she is gorgeous and uh i would like to be mr carter <laughs> i would gladly take her name now <laughs> but um yeah it was a good show i enjoyed it definitely recommend it i mean it's fucking marvel they're awesome just saying um, that's it with those shows so far. We haven't gotten into February yet, which is what I'm most anticipating with uh, The Walking Dead. Because you know I am a huge Walking Dead fan. Um, with talking about Walking Dead, let's squeeze into comics. All right, let's go into my pull list. My pull list. Let's go to January 13th, which was a little bit longer of a pull list, but uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, let's start off with Marvel. Uh, for January 13th from Marvel, I got All New, All Different Avengers number 3, uh, Darth Vader number 15, Extraordinary X-Men number 5, Guardians of the Galaxy number 4, Mighty Thor number 3, Secret Wars number 9, Spider-Gwen number 4, and Uncanny Avengers number 4. Now, any of those titles I have not started reading yet. I haven't started reading any of the new Marvel titles because I didn't want to read it without finishing Secret Wars because unlike Marvel, even though they can't get their act together and get shit straight on a timely manner, doesn't stop me from reading it in order. So now that Secret Wars number 9 came out, which is the final issue to Secret Wars, I can finish that and start all the new titles which uh, hopefully I can get through because it is quite a few. Um, but I'm excited about that now. I get to start the new Marvel titles. 
Uh, DC, uh, lighter, lighter pick. I got Batman and Robin, number 15. Uh, Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number two, which is a short miniseries. Um, written by James Tyne in the third, fourth. Which is, uh, I, I happen to enjoy him as a writer. I've gotten to meet him numerous times. Super cool guy. Really chill. Which, uh, I'm always happy to see that when someone is even though they're getting you know some recognition they're not assholes or arrogant about it uh i can i can name names right now that i feel are at like that sometimes but i won't i will be be nice and uh continue uh gotham academy number 14 which i continue to enjoy for whatever reason uh i love maps and uh olive I, I think it's a great book. I like... I mean, it's not an adult book. It's more of the teen, kiddie-ish book. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. I enjoy it. It's, it's, a, it's a good book. Uh, and finally, Superman American Alien number three. Which uh, has been a cool book. It's also a miniseries. I think it's only going five issues or six issues. Which uh, each issue is a different time period in Clark Kent's life before he becomes Superman. Where he's still kind of like learning his powers and becoming who he is today. Uh, that's it from DC. From Image, who usually takes most of my money every week, uh, I'm getting, or I got Birthright, number 13. Codename Babushka, number 4. December, uh, Descender, sorry, number 9, which has been a great book. And the artwork in there is beautiful. It's all watercolors. Beautiful book. Huck, number 3, like Mark Millar. Uh, also another pretty, pretty badass book. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It's touching and it's it's still it it entices me every time I read it. Like it's not it's not getting boring. Um, Injection number six, Limbo number three, No Mercy number six, Spread number twelve, and the big issue, Walking Dead number one fifty. Now they came out with some variants to this issue i believe they came out with five variants which i have i got four out of the five and the only reason i didn't get all five is because the fifth variant is a a black and white cover of the regular cover it's just a black and white version of it but it's a retailer appreciation variant where each retail store got one copy of it and it is up to the retailer how much they want to charge and the comic book shops are charging ridiculously amount of money for it and I'm not talking about, you know, 60, 70, 80 bucks. I'm talking about 400 fucking dollars. Too high for my wallet to afford. Um, not trying to get broke in the bank, if you know what I mean. So I did not get that variant. But I did read the issue, and it is fucking awesome. Um, spoilers. No one big dies, which is a good thing. But um, these two guys try to attack Rick and scare him into wanting to do something about the Whisperers killing their people. Obviously, the townsfolk lost a lot of their family and friends, and they're upset about it, and it looks like Rick isn't doing anything, but Rick is doing shit mentally, where he's preparing himself mentally and trying to figure out a plan for the best plan of action to, to take care of this issue. And they just want... A fucking group of villagers with, you know, pitchforks and flames 
to go stomping and marching into the Whisperer's camp and just killing everybody, essentially trying to be, be a massacre. But it might not go like that because the Whisperers are intelligent and they do have plans of their own. So they try to scare Rick. Rick, being the nice guy that he is now, because time has been so peaceful after you know all-out war with Negan, they think he's gone soft. But when you push Rick, the Rick that we all know and love will come out. And that is what happened with these two jackasses, where Rick just flipped, bit one of the throats out, fucking killed him. I'm like, you don't fuck with Rick. Scared the other guy. He ran away. Anyway, they caught him. Michonne, Michonne brought him back to uh, Alexandria. And um, Rick finally said, you know, "We're gonna, we're gonna take care of the issue. We're, I came up with the plan. We're gonna start a militia, and uh, we're going to handle the whispers." Everyone's cheering for Rick. And then, big spoiler, the last page, you see Negan sitting in his cell and he hears everyone chanting for Rick Grimes. And you see this menacing smile on fucking Negan's face. And he just goes, that's my boy, Rick. I, I got excited about it. I mean, it's, it's a cool... I mean, Negan, being the bad guy that he is and being the huge asshole he is, he, he is... A cool character. You have to you have to like Negan. But um I laughed when I saw that. I'm like this fucking guy who I don't know what he has up his, his sleeve, but you you feel like he has something planned or he's he's just fucking Negan, I don't know. But it's a great issue. Super excited for, you know, what's gonna come out of this. Um now let's go to indie. Indie titles. Uh, we have Snowblind number two, Rebels number ten, which has been a great book. Uh, Back to the Future number four, Star Trek number fifty three, and John Flood number six. All great books. Uh, now my pull list for January twentieth, a lot shorter. For Marvel, I got Astonishing Ant Man number four, Deadpool number six, Star Wars number fifteen, written by Jason Aaron, phenomenal writer, amazing story. If you're definitely a Star Wars fan, you need to be reading uh, these Jason Aaron books. They're fucking awesome. And Uncanny X-Men number two. From DC, Batgirl number 47, Batman and Robin Eternal number 16, Batman number 48, and Clean Room number four. Uh, from Image, I Hate Fairyland number four by Scotty Young. Funny, funny, funny book. It is <laughs> very gruesome, but extremely hilarious. I love Scotty Young's art, and I love Scotty Young's humor. He's right up my alley, so I definitely recommend that to everybody. Uh, Legacy of Luther Strode, number four, from uh, Justin Jordan. Also an awesome book. Pretty uh, pretty badass. Uh, I think they took a, a break between issues because I felt like it's been a while since I, I read Legacy of Luther Strode. Uh, Phonogram, number six, which I don't, I'm not sure if it's the final issue or the penultimate issue. But I know Phonogram is a, a mini... I think it's six... I think it's the final issue. Because that's what Image usually does is a six-issue miniseries where it comes out in a trade. So I think it's the final issue. So I'm excited to see uh, how that's going to end. Uh, Rick Remender's Tokyo Ghost number five. 
has been an awesome book. I definitely recommend everyone to read that. Uh, Wayward number 13, Wolf number 5, that's all from Image. And Indie, I only got two, Dark Horse Presents number 18, and Pathfinder Hollow Mountain number 3. So uh, that's all for comics that I've gotten. A lot of books that I have to read, a lot of fucking Marvel. I'm excited that Secret Wars is done, but now I'm not excited to have to kind of plow through all these other titles just to catch up. Um, that's all in nerd-related news. Um, a couple other things that I got in the music world. Uh, my Vinyl Me Please record has come in. And uh, the artist is Not A Surf. And the title of the album is High Slash Low. I haven't listened to it, but I'm excited to... Uh, I've never heard of them. But I'm excited to check them out. I always like finding new music. I'm always open to any new artists or any new sounds coming out. So when anyone... Um, suggest anything to me I always check it out and I end up usually liking it because I'm not I'm not close-minded when it comes to music but I definitely do have you know my my certain genres and titles that I like and that I suggest to other people and one of those being the new uh Indie 500 from Talib Kweli and Ninth Wonder I just got that on vinyl which looks pretty pretty cool it's it's a double LP on a 180 gram vinyl, pretty heavy, but uh, I haven't given a listen to. But I'm excited to put this on the on the player and check this out. I'm a huge Talib fan, uh, a huge Black Star fan. Him and uh, Most Def. I would definitely, you know, if you don't know who they are, I mean, fucking check them out. They're awesome, especially if you if you love hip hop and that good hip hop, not the new shit that's kind of out now. But um, that's it for this week, guys. You know, I appreciate everyone for lasting this long. If you have. <laughs> Um, thank you to all my subscribers. Um, please like, share my podcast to the world and the rest of your universe. Everyone should know about this so we can have a healthy discussion about all this great shit that's happening in our, our universe that we all love. Um, please like, share, subscribe. Um, follow me on Twitter at Chef Jonah, on Instagram at Chef Jonah. Like some of my pictures, send me a comment, message me. I reply right back usually. I mean, I'm very diligent when it comes to social media. Um, I appreciate all of you people for listening. Now, I want to send you all guys back to your universes safely. Thank you for traveling this far to my universe. I want to send you off on a good note with the classic Space Oddity by the late, great David Bowie, one of the greatest singers. Here's Space Oddity.
protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control to major tongs. Bye.